All right, welcome everybody to another episode of 21 Going On 77. I am one half of the dynamic duo. It is your boy Dwight at 5172214. Joined again as I am every week, young SJ at SJ Basketball 8, brains of the operation, Kobe to my shack. SJ, how you feeling? What's the weather looking like in New York? Because I'm about to go on a rant about the shit in Texas. Um, it's freezing. So yeah, this weekend is gonna be pretty cold. It's it's super super windy. It's been windy all day, so you're gonna probably hear some wind, <laughs> um, in in the background. So I apologize, but um, yeah, it's super windy. It's very cold. Um, it's like twenty one. Oh, here it is. <laughs> there it is. But it's like um twenty one. I think it will be like eight degrees by like tonight. Um, and it'll stay around like four this entire weekend so yeah it's pretty cold over here and i hear texas is fucking um with the ice and all that what's going on over there man listen so today is friday the sun is shining today um thankfully so most of most of this shit gonna be out the paint probably in the next couple hours but it has basically been solid ice on the texas roads since i'm gonna say what tuesday morning so that's cool you know i work from home this week and my kids were out of school and my wife didn't have to work at all she's a teacher so they just got an impromptu vacation and i love my family but i'm tired of them i'm tired of them being around i'm tired of them my son's running in here while i'm trying to work and real talk i'm hating Cause they have, they are so happy. They are so pleasant. Cause they ain't had to have, they haven't had anything to do. My wife watching movies. My son's playing video games. They just excited, and I'm still having to work. My life ain't changed at all, and I'm jealous. I don't want to work no more. I told you before we recorded this, like, yeah, dog. I just don't want to work today. Everyone in in my immediate vicinity is just enjoying a little break, and I'm here grinding it out. So this weather stinks. Um, I actually left my house for the first time in what three days last night. Um, it, the roads actually weren't that bad, but it rained again yesterday last night, and then it froze last night. So whatever progress we had made and some of this ice melting froze back up last night. But the sun came out promptly this morning, so I think we back to regular life. But Texas got to tighten up, man. We have no infrastructure to salt the roads. We have no preparation. So we literally just lose essentially civilization for a week whenever the roads ice up. And I've lived, or I grew up at, I grew up uh, closer to Houston. It's about 70 miles uh, away from Houston. So the weather is a little different from where I grew up at in Texas versus Dallas. Since I've been in North Texas, I've been here since 2008. I've been in Dallas, the Dallas area, since 2008. I have seen is like six life-altering winter storms, and it happened the first winter I was here. And they told me it what this never happens. This was a once-in-a-lifetime event. So these, the you, you Dallasites, you Dallas people, y'all lied to me. Y'all lied to me, and I want a refund because I didn't sign up for this shit. The Texas part of Texas I grew up at in, I grew up in, this shit didn't happen. And I left Michigan for a reason. When I got back to Texas, I thought I was done with snow and ice. 
And not only do I have to deal with snow and ice, I have to deal with snow and ice in a place where you have to drive everywhere. There is no public transportation. This is this is Texas, this is Dallas. So everything is spread out far as hell. And there's no infrastructure. And y'all don't, y'all, they, a couple years ago, they at least put sand on the road. And that helped a little bit. But now I guess they just gave that shit up too. They just like, fuck it. Y'all just sit in the house for a week. And this is absurd. And that is my rant about the infrastructure of Texas and the weather report for the Dallas area for the last week. I'm all right. I got it off my chest. I'm over. I'm over it. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> so this episode, man, literally while I was waiting for you to come into the Zoom meeting, some drama popped off. We we, we were going to talk about all stars. We're going to talk about who we think getting traded. But let's just do stream of consciousness reaction. Kyrie Irving has demanded a trade. SJ, what the fuck is wrong with Kyrie? Here's the thing. I've been one of Kyrie's biggest critics these last couple of seasons. You know, he's been doing a lot of bullshit, um, in my opinion, I should say. Um, and in this instance, I'm on his side. I am not staying anywhere I, I'm not wanted. And that has been, it seems like that's been the theme this entire season where um, Kyrie's, you know, like, I mean, in the summer, it was really weird in the off season with, with them because of this extension thing um he wants to stay there <laughs> like he he has he said it last week he publicly through his agent um and his agent his, his is his mom i believe or his aunt or some relative so it's coming from him he said he wanted to remain a net he wants to stay in brooklyn um him and the nets he you know he's open to contract you know negotiations and it was reported that the nets they they're cool <laughs> they're cool on giving him that contract extension and that is to me what's you know bothering Kyrie like they're they've been treating him like they don't really want him like that they're like okay you're cool we understand your talent but you know it's it's not like to them it's not that deep um and it's to me it shows by them the refuse and I get it Kyrie is a very temperamental unpredictable person um signing him to mad years at this point seems scary by the end of the day like you're you have him you're just stuck with him he's a guy that's been there for a couple seasons so it's, it's not like Kyrie just got the, Kyrie's been there for about four years now so there's some type of rapport there even though it's shaky like I said with all the drama that's been going on it's probably shaky but there's some rapport there so if you're treating me like you don't really want me and whether I stay or go is not that deep to you I'm gone <laughs> like I'm requesting so I don't blame him for requesting a trade or saying if you don't trade me that's fine I'm just leaving like we're not revisiting this in the summer because what the Nets sound like they want to happen they want him to play out with uncertainty and then in the summer they could talk again he, that's not working for him and to me if it's not working for him and he requests a trade that's that's um that's all fine and dandy because if you recall in the off season, even when KD um requested a trade Kyrie never requested a trade it came out that Kyrie never actually requested a trade it was only KD so he hasn't done that until this point and I feel like that's why I can't um you know be upset with him or or you know say negative things about it because he has regardless with this tension between you know the Nets and him he has tried to remain there and they're really just playing with him. So at, at some point you get fed up and you feel you feel unwanted and you want to go somewhere where you want to be wanted. So I, I completely get it. I completely get it. 
but this just shook up the entire deadline <laughs> like the entire Kyrie is a needle mover like regardless of how you feel about him the talent is there right and he will move the needle um I mean depending obviously depending on the team that he goes to but um I assume only contenders will be um you know interested so he's a needle mover and you know people were talking about OGs like one of the biggest names that could go this that and the third them OG packages going maybe I don't know if they're going straight to Kyrie because the difference I mean Kyrie's expiring and again he's unpredictable so I don't know if I don't think he's like teams are going to give up a ton for him but he's a guy that you you have to give up something and again he's a needle mover so I mean it's all interesting it's crazy that we're getting this right in a couple like a literally less than a week before the deadline it's nuts yeah it's it's wild to me because I'm not gonna hold you like Kyrie is so unreliable I would not be comfortable tying a very large contract or draft assets to Kyrie Irving but in a 30 game and sample in a playoff run fam I mean like you said like he he can play off a star he can you know moonlight as a star himself for a little bit and I hear you as far as like not wanting, you know, not wanting to be somewhere he's not wanted. Whenever I see stuff like this, though, because it's not like the Nets stink, right? And I think it's reasonable for any team, the Nets or not, to be like, hey, you, you're Kyrie. Some of the stuff you don't put us through over these last couple of years, um, we kind of want to play this out. Let's ride this out. Let's see where this goes, and then we'll revisit. I get why they would feel that way. If he got traded to the Mavs, that's how I would feel. I'd be like, y'all better not get him $200 million. Y'all better not get him the Brad Bill bag. If we could win the championship after a Kyrie Irving trade, I wouldn't be comfortable giving him a Brad Bill bag. So I don't know, man, but what, what raises my antenna you don't do this unless you know somewhere somebody where you don't demand a trade somewhere like this with what is going on unless some tampering has happened. And this team where he wants to go has already been like, yeah, we'll pay you. You you get here, you do what you need to do to get here, and we'll pay you. And that what makes me really, really curious about this process. Yeah, that's and I feel like that's the thing. Like that's why um one of the my the first things my mind went to when I saw it, I was like, damn, I want to see one the suitors and the you know packages because I don't think there's gonna be a ton of suitors. You know what I mean? Because again, that whole he's expiring, unpredictable. Like mm. Kyrie's one of the few superstars that you can, you can't threaten him. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? Like you really can't threaten him. Like we've seen it, people. Bro, bro, if, if he just stops showing up after the trade deadline if he didn't get traded would you really be that blown away i would not i would not be blown away especially if he really wanted it and let's say there was a package for the nets was like nah we don't feel like it's enough whatever i could definitely see him sitting like and even if they say we're not paying you he he does not care um he so don't care about he cares about money but he don't care about leaving it on the table to make a point exactly to make and that's the thing to make a point he like he will do it to make a point which is why i'm kind of um i'm interested to see who the suitors are i mean the short list um i think you know the lakers definitely going to touch base i think the clippers will touch base 
Um, I I do think the Mavs will touch base, even though I don't think we're as strong as honest. I don't think Kyrie um Cuban wants Kyrie here, and I think ultimately, even if um the Nets are interested in maybe something that we have, I think it'll come down to Cuban not wanting Kyrie Kyrie. Yeah, but talk about you know Kyrie. I mean, let's let's just speak plainly. Cuban is Jewish. He's yeah. a, he's a Jewish man. Like we we not gonna act like that didn't happen for whatever reason. Yeah, so um, that's why. Even though honestly, I wouldn't be um, like upset about it. Like um, like if we get Kyrie, I'd you know be a little excited about it. But I don't. I ultimately don't think it happens because I don't think um, you know the main guys in the the main guys' opinion, obviously Cuban. I don't think he'll want him. So um, that's that. But like I said, Lakers, Clippers will probably touch base. I think Philly um, because I know they. Maybe feeling my touch base just to see. I mean, they have Harden, and I don't think Kyrie and Harden want to rematch. But um, uh, I, I I think few teams would like touch base, but I don't think anyone's thinking about giving up anything of significance because, again, he's expiring, and you don't know if he's going to resign with you. Um, even though you have his bird rights, all that, and you know he may need a sign and trade if he's trying to get the money he's looking for. I mean, and here's the thing: I'm not. I think Kyrie still wants his money ultimately. Like we can say he doesn't really care about money that much, and that's true because we've seen him leave a lot of money on the table. But ultimately, I think he still wants his um, you know, his max, <laughs> you know, or at least the um, at least years. I don't know if it's like the dollar amount or years that's like an issue. Um, like for example, a four year versus like a two year deal kind of thing. Like if he's looking for a four, but um you know, Nets were only willing to do two. I don't know if that was the issue or um, if it was like a dollar amount or whatever. But um, I think ultimately he still wants his security. He wants his security. So I think um, whoever's um, training for him has to keep that in mind. And also they have to, you know, essentially just um, evaluate what they're giving up. If, like I said, he's a needle mover. So I'm guessing wherever he's going, he's probably going to make them better, Um, you know, so it's just interesting. I think teams now are monitoring the situation and they are trying to see one if it's worth it um to go through with it. And I think in these instances, it's it's so I mean, one, you don't wanna do anything too rash because you could serve as a like a third team to kind of make something work or whatever. But I feel like in these kind of instances, teams that are smart, they should like make the sneaky move in between like we talk about that whole huge james harden trade a couple years ago the original one i mean there's been two since right. then now that i think about it but the original one from the one where the calves snuck the calves james, snuck in and snuck got jared allen yeah. i just took care of, they said you know don't mind me we're not involved here we just want you know jared they, they gave up some bullshit pick they gave up bs it, it, it was a pick that they some extra pick that was not a real first i gotta mm-hmm. look at that pick but i don't even know if that actually i think it might have turned it to some seconds or seconds yeah that's what i'm saying i don't think it like conveyed as a first i don't yeah think it, i don't um, think it did either exactly so i think teams like especially the ones that know damn well that they're not really in the running for Kyrie or anything like that they should be looking at underground moves like that too that's why i i made a tweet like oh zag when team zigmavs um you know focus on siakam i'm like because in the summer i, I was mainly talking about the summer because I, be, I fully believe like if Kyrie, Kyrie gets traded or even if he walks in the summer kevin is requesting another trade request this summer <laughs> like i think that's gonna happen again um especially when you're telling him he's stuck with ben simmons right now and if they lose Kyrie's salary slot it's not like they have a max slot um 
just they're opened up. I, I believe if they lose Kyrie for nothing, like they can't really replace him. They lose that slot, salary slot. So um, I just, it's, I think he's going to request a trade. And again, that remember how that shit really tied up the entire offseason? Um, I think it's going to do something similar again, even though I don't think it drags out as it did last year. Um, but I think, again, he's going to request a trade. Um, and I mean, in that instance, Toronto might be in the mix um, and they might be wanting to trade Pascal. I don't know. But um, if not, Pascal is a guy I think we should turn our attention to or somebody else while everybody else is focused on Katie and whatever. We should look at somebody else. Um, but, you know, enough about the Mavs right now. Um, just more generally, I this is just I I hope what I hope it doesn't do is tie up the trade deadline because we were already kind of bored with this whole trade. Like nothing really materialized. And in the last few days, we started getting more. And then this is like the huge bomb. But these huge bombs are kind of double edged swords. Like last year, we had the huge KD bomb. Everyone was excited. Everyone was like. <laughs> hey, you uh, you broke up, player. Stay kind of deadline here, um, but I hope it. Like I said, things were already in motion. You know, Toronto was trying to see what they wanted to do. Um, uh, uh, Toronto. Who else? Um, who else was Utah? Um, were in the market to Pacer. So now with all this, we don't know what's gonna happen with those trades. Um, or even if those guys get traded, like OG. All that shit that people are thinking about for OG. Um, are they gonna just do it now, or are they looking at other things? Um, so I don't know. It just it just makes the deadline definitely spicier. But I just hope it doesn't tie anything up. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's just I don't. I really do not know what to say. Um, this is so weird because on one hand, it's like I get you wanna. You're Kyrie Irving, like, bro, you got drama. You got everything that goes along with you. And it ain't like the Nets stink. You know what I'm saying? They pretty good. KD about to come back. So now you doing this? And so it's just like, okay, we trade something for him. He ain't going to do this shit to us. Like, basically, if we don't meet all of his demands, he's going to do this exact same thing. And even off the court, you know, political stuff aside when it comes to Kyrie, like, I really don't, I, like, he ain't exactly a picture of health. You know what I'm saying? Even when he just don't got nothing else going on. And it's just weird. It's just weird. But at the same time, if you told me we trade, like, Spencer Dimwitty, Christian Wood, and a first-round pick for Kyrie Irving, I, dog, I'd start lying to myself immediately, like full blown lying to myself. What y'all wearing to the parade? Like, you, dog, he's so fucking good. He's so good at basketball. It's insane, and it's just weird. I don't even know how to feel about it. It's just it's so it's I, I don't know. I I don't think we're realistic suitors, but on the other hand, it just makes me feel like LeBron has talked genie bus into hey trade one of them first or both of them for Kyrie please and he found and pay him and they found that out and they about to go for it because like if he go to the Lakers my dad gonna be unsufferable because he 
he, my dad been saying the Lakers going to make a, a move and, and they're going to end up winning the championship or getting out the West. And I was telling him he's, he's a crazy person. But I could see it. I could totally see it. I really could. Yeah, this is um crazy. Um, I mean, you make a fair point. I do say about this um whole thing that yes, the Nets are good right now. Katie's about to come back, and he's you know doing this trade request, and it could come off in a way as um oh, if you don't meet my demands, I can you know leave. But I don't know. I just don't see it necessarily that way in this instance. Um, just because he's been so transparent about wanting to stay. Like this is not the first time. Like even with that statement last week, like it was reported during the summer. Even with all that craziness, um, that he wanted to stay. Like the problem was really on their end. So I think um in that case, even if you can understand why the Nets are hesitant, um, I don't think you can necessarily um, you know, blame him or make it, you know, an indictment on him for wanting to get out of a place that really like does not want him. Um so yeah, it's interesting. I guess we'll just have to see what happens. I'm guessing we get probably get some sort of an update soon from the Nets' side because right now we only heard from Kyrie's side so we're probably gonna get some like um I don't know what the Nets are even gonna say to this but they are one of the teams that they they got media cronies so <laughs> they be you know they are going something's gonna come out from the Nets' side and my guess is them talking about how um because right now you would assume the Nets have like no leverage but I would guess that they might um come out saying something like oh we, we we're fine with like keeping him <laughs> past the deadline maybe that, like that's no issue to try to like fake like they have um some kind of leverage or something i don't know but um i don't know we'll see this is just an interesting situation that um i i could not have guessed i wasn't gonna guess that Kyrie was gonna request a trade <laughs> um, especially since like you said the nets are good um so I don't know. We'll we'll see. But um, I mean, I guess we can keep on the topic of the trade deadline before we move into like all stars. Um, you know, aside from Kyrie, the big names were still um OG. Um, one name that was has been kind of wishy washy. Like it was like, oh, they're definitely um, you know, likely to get traded. But I've been seeing his name less and less. It's Gary Trent Jr. I don't know what's really going on with him. Um, but he's a guy that you thought would really get traded especially after nick nurse's comments about him and then him you know being expiring and wanting a bigger deal and the raptors hesitant about that but um i've been hearing his name like we have not heard anything like the last thing i heard was that his price was um like a a couple seconds or like a first like or like a protected first like nothing too crazy it wasn't anything too crazy so um I know what's going to happen with him, but the Raptors guys are obviously really intriguing to half the league. Um, I saw Siakam. I think it was Zach Lowe that floated Siakam's name, but I really doubt he gets traded at the deadline. I think he's a um a guy that they might make available in the summer. Um, One, I don't think they're rushing to make him available, but I think they might open it up in the summer, but not right now. Um, But Fred VanVleet, another one of their guys, Um, they just – have you seen them play recently? They do not enjoy playing with each other. Like, they – um. It, the vibes are so bad like it just looks horrible on court and then you're hearing rumors how about guys are unhappy it's not even just one guy like there's a couple guys <laughs> that are not feeling things siakam he's you know obviously they're losing so um you know losing makes everything seem worse but you know siakam he's not really having a great time with all the losing so i think um they gotta i think that the roster is peaking yes you have some young guys that can get a little better um but 
your play style like i think we as like a basketball community we got obsessed a little bit too much with like positionless basketball and we saw some teams trying to build teams like that like you know the clippers they're i believe currently they're having some roster issues with that whole team building philosophy they're in they're looking for a point guard because the team is like full of wings and late in the game they can't do shit because it's just wings out there trying to chuck up jumpers and i think toronto has a similar issue where they have no point, real, like real point guard either, and they're just playing these wings and shooting guards, you know, in like, a, like, you know, they're playing Scotty Barnes as like a point forward, Siakam is like a point forward, you know, Freddie, he's a good playmaker, but you know, he's not a pure like real point facilitating point guard. Um, and they're trying to make that work with all these guys that play the same position. So I, I get the frustration there. So I think we see a couple of those Raptors guys moved. Um, the Fred Van Vliet thing is interesting because I thought he was going to the Clippers, but now, like I said, the Clippers might, you know, um, look uh, to see if they can inquire about Kyrie, so we don't know. But, um, yeah, I feel like the Raptors guys, even with the Kyrie news, are still, like, some of the more desirable pieces at the deadline. Um, but, yeah, what do you think about, like, OG? Do you think he still gets moved? And who do you think um, kind of um, be the front runner for him? I I think they're reaching a I, the thing with Masai is, you know, I don't know Masai personally, but all the rumors about him have been, and I believe there's an interview where he's like, bro, we either gonna be good or we gonna be bad. I'm not I'm not doing the midway shit. Right? And they're mid. So it tells me he would tear it down to the studs and just draft, you know, he believes in his draft record and he should, right? It just tells me he would tear down to the studs and just do that around Scotty. OG is young enough, but I just think, I truly think OG is going to walk scot-free. Like, I don't, as long because they're going to be in a situation with OG where they can't extend him ahead of time, right? So, He's going to have, even if he wants to stay in Toronto or wanted to, he would have to actually get to free agency before an extension was available. And he don't want to be there. Like, he, he's gone. So I do think they trade him. I do think the price is going to come down. And I do think he gets traded. I think Gary Trent gets traded. Um, it really, I don't know what, what they're going to do with Pascal because apparently he's not happy either. And it's the same situation with him. Um, they can pay him the most uh, in twenty next summer. When I say next summer, I'm talking about 2024. But are you really going to empty the whole clip? Are you going to give him the whole Supermax, right? I wouldn't want to give it to 30-year-old Pascal, even if he's still balling. I still wouldn't be comfortable with that. And so if he's like, bro, y'all not going to pay me to stay in Canada and pay these Canadian taxes, why would he stick? Like, he might just lead him scot-free, too. And, like, they just basically did it. They did that with uh, Kyle Lowry, and all they got was Presses and Chua, which Presses are aight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, aight. But if you put all these dudes on the market right now, especially, like, OG, especially Pascal, you get a pretty good haul, especially if you do it in the next, what, we got six days? Yeah, six days. The long, If he holds on to them dudes, you basically got to pay him. 
Like, I'm dead serious. If you don't trade them dudes in the next six days, uh, OG, Fred, all all they dudes that's either going to be a free agent this summer or going to be a free agent in 2024, you got to pay them or you just playing. you just wasting assets because, and I don't think them dudes want to be there. So they, I think they're going to take their chances. So I think, I think they're going to end up trading everybody. I really do. I think this is going to be. I think Pascal gone like at the deadline. I don't think. <sighs> That's the thing. I think it's a, it's a lot of work to trade everybody. At the deadline, I feel like I feel like I think I think you could. Uh, sales, I think you. I think I think you could do it because, especially because if you, I know what you mean, but if um, you I do think... it at the dead, they they already got like the six best odds, so they technically are in line for the six pick. So if you hmm. dumped everybody, you probably can sneak into that top four, and that's probably going to give you a better long-term chance of winning a championship than holding on to them dudes. Because I think there is, Pascal's eventually going to start decline. I, I I think Gary Trent is what he is there. OG just don't well, Here's the thing, um, sorry to cut you off, but I, I think Pascal is getting traded, definitely. But I'm just, I just wonder if, I just don't think he's at the top of the trade priority per se, which is, um, and if you're working at a deadline, like we're about a week out and they haven't traded anybody yet. So I think it would, it will be, incredibly difficult to trade four guys especially for the packages that they're looking for um i don't think i don't i I, I think if they're not going the same places that's what makes it difficult dog that uh that trade package i text you would be fucking hilarious if that's actually like even if it's not to the maps if that's just the framework of a trade where they they actually trade two of them to one team like yeah, that makes it easier if they're if like yeah. two guys are going to one team but i think if everyone's going to a different team that's just incredibly hard to do in one deadline no you're right you're right i mean logistically i do think everybody's gonna go and i it's a situation where the longer they wait the lower the value becomes and i think they learn that the hard way so i think they're going to actually go ahead and make that shake if that makes sense um yeah that makes sense and um, also one uh, I guess uh, that we didn't mention about um, Kyrie. So it was about um, contract stipulations. And the Nets offered him a contract extension, but it was like all these guarantees he had to hit. <laughs> um, I guess to like get the so it was like non guaranteed kind of money kind of thing. Um, and he did not appreciate that. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, they it. tried to hit him with the non guarantee boy. It wasn't even years. Yeah. It was like some non guarantees. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I understand it. I'm not gonna hold you. I understand it. I do, but I, I get it from their. I get it, but I also get it from him saying, "Hmm, I I think I'm worth a little bit more than that." Especially when Benjamin Simmons getting all his money. Benjamin, he like, bro. I look at this man in the, in the locker room and in practice every day, and I know he ain't. He mentally ain't right. I gotta yell at him to shoot. He getting all his bread and y'all playing with me? Hell no. <laughs> y'all, bro, I, I really, I mean, we we laugh about that shit, just like that Miles Turner shit. Like, bro, players take that shit serious. Like, hey dog, y'all can't y'all can't pay him 30 and then come play with me. Y'all y'all can't be willing to get the no, under 30. 30, even though yeah. it was for like the full four years, but he he got 30 a year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that 
is so funny because that's just some human nature stuff. Like, hey man, you can't you can't do that to you can't play with me and my money like that. Um, I re I feel bad for Christian Wood because we argue about him somewhat in the in the space, but his reputation gonna bite him in the ass, and some team is gonna get it. Like Christian Wood's not getting a big bag, and it's kind of not fair because he's done everything we can we have asked of him as a as a maverick he he has flaws but he's done everything that can be asked of him and i'm telling you he's not getting that much money i know so many fans are afraid but even if we trade him even if he's not here i don't think that this i don't think that, for, that what's his max deal like four years 77 million i don't think he's getting that i really don't his reputation has cooked his value to other teams like there's no rumors about nobody that want him. There's no rumors about somebody that wants to pay him. Like every pending free agent has some rumors. Kyle Kuzma, um, shit, Jalen Brunson last year. We already had it. We knew the Pistons was giving him twenty five million at this point. There were credible sources, like, and we and that was even before the Knicks. So there were multiple teams we knew was gonna give Jalen the bag. There's none of that for Christian Wood. Zero, not a zilch. There's nobody that's like, yeah, we pay Christian Wood twenty million. There's none of that. Um, I, I said in the group chat, you remember when Kelly Oubre averaged like twenty and then hit free agency and got like one year twenty and then got, I think two years twelve. Mm -hmm. I think that's Christian Wood's future, and I actually think that's not fair because people think I hate Christian Wood. I don't think he matter like that like i think the statement he's the second best player who has ever played with his horse shit but he don't stink and i think he's gonna get a bag a lot smaller than players he's better than especially like he got to be looking at john collins on some other shit like what the fuck anyway let's move on moving on um you want to talk about the Mavs yet or we want to hit the other trade people uh, let's let's talk about um, all stars. I feel like oh, all star. Yeah, egregious. I forgot about that. I feel like it was a little egregious what we saw, and I, I can let me not even drag it and say egregious because everyone that selected, I think there were some they were somewhere in the conversation, right? They were somewhere in the conversation, so it's yeah. not like they picked a role player or something. So let me let me not um drag it too much. They However, did, they did pick a role player in the West, but. Please continue. Yes, but I, he was around, like I said, he was kind of around the conversation. He was not deep in it, which is why it was so super surprising. But I think he was um around, he was definitely around the conversation. But I feel like usually when we talk about snubs, nobody could really say who, who to take out. This year, I feel like everyone's like agreeing, <laughs> agreeing with like who to take out, who to put in. And it's like, and I feel like if that's happening, then you probably made a mistake. And, um, and I mean, the East, I thought the East was like, when I heard the East selections, I was like, really? Like, DeMar threw me for a loop, bro. I just, that shocked me. But then oh. even then, I was like, you know, he has common stats. Then we got to Drew, and I was all the way confused because last year they snubbed him. Last year, I felt like they snubbed Drew. He was definitely the second best buck in that regular season last year. Yeah. Um, and they gave it to Middleton. I think because of the Olympics, they gave it to Middleton. And I was like, you know what, you know, whatever. Um, 
I mean, I don't care. I'm not, you know, Bucks affiliated, but um, I, I believe Drew deserved it last year, and they snubbed him. So I feel like this year they made up for that. Um, they said, you know, my bad, Drew, <laughs> um, and they gave it to him this year, uh, which is crazy because you know Brunson, I, th- I believe Brunson deserved it, and even if you didn't want to give um, you know, the Knicks two All Stars, um. Siakam, I feel like Randall, Randall probably took his spot. <laughs> Not probably, Randall definitely took Siakam's spot. But again, if you're if the coaches are talking about winning, fine. But I feel like there's a lot of names. I mean, people bring up Trey. I mean, he's not. I mean, Trey has good numbers. He's not like at the top of my list for like snubs or anything like that. Um, but definitely out Harden. How can I forget Harden? Harden is a huge snub. I think Harden and Brunson are two biggest snubs in the East, with Harden being my number one. Like, I don't think there's any justification for leaving Harding off. Like, I, I just, there's no argument, bro. He has numbers, he has record, efficiency, like, he has, like, everything. Um, He missed a little bit of time, but it wasn't, it's not anything crazy, especially compared to other guys that were selected. So, I, the Harding one is extremely egregious, in my opinion. I'm about to say something. The only snubs, the only thing I disagree with, I, there was nothing in the West that I thought was, I'm sorry, nothing in the East that I thought was just absurd. Don't I, I, it don't bother me like 11, that. 11, bro, on the two seed, on like the top two seed, bro. Literally, this, not even a debate that he's the second best player on that team. I, 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 think, I don't think there's any argument, bro. DeMar's numbers and record and all that is not better than what Harden's doing, bro, at all. And there's no argument for DeMar over Harden. I don't think there's any sort of argument there. I I, I mean, okay, I, would, okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick him. I wouldn't pick him, but I don't think it, I just don't think it's egregious. I, I'm, I'm just saying, I wouldn't have put DeMar over Harden, but I just don't think it's that egregious. I also don't think Julius Randle packing up, um, what's his, what's his name? Um, Pascal. Pascal. I don't think that's egregious. That I, I that I don't think is two years. Like I said, record matters, and Julius yeah. numbers are really good. Um, and, yeah, and, and, and you know, I bro, when I tell you I was watching that shit with my heart pounding, I wanted Jalen Brunson to make that All Star game so bad, and not mm-hmm. even to be petty, just. Jalen's still my guy, especially in light of recent information we've been privy to. It's went from I was always kind of rooting for him to like actually I'm just jumping back on the bandwagon like he's still. Yeah, I'm back on the bandwagon now. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it. It. He deserves everything that comes to him on the basketball court. Everything good. He. We gonna talk about this someday. We have to talk about it publicly, oh, yeah, we day, but so. we can't. We can't. We just can't right now. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I wanted him to make it, but even him, it ain't no big snub. I love Jalen, but hey, dog, y'all the seven seed, y'all the seven seed. Like, and I like you, you know, Darius Garland. Did he deserve it over Jalen? Did he do? Did like uh, James Harden so did. Is also, my second son. I don't think he deserved it over Jalen. Um, Darius has been up and like count stats might look all right, but he has been. I I watched him Cavs games. Yeah, he been up and down. Okay, cool. James Harden did he deserve it over Jalen? I'm gonna be honest. I'm I look. I I'm no, I, over Brunson. I I'm, yeah, I'm the wrong person to ask that because I probably would give it to Jalen Brunson over James Harden, but I acknowledge that is by person. I don't like James Harden. I like Jalen Brunson, so, but if we just keeping it all buck, 
I just don't think the East is that bad. I got to be honest with you. I see why people feel that way, but I'm just not like moved by the East. The West, though, look, man, I love defense. I love defense being appreciated, but Triple J over AD, Triple J and Paul George, what we doing here, bro? That 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 feels egregious to me, and maybe because I watch more Western Conference games. Like, just to keep it tall with you, the teams I'm watching the most are in the West. It's our Mavericks. It's the Jazz. And then I watch the damn Knicks. I watch Jalen still. So, I, I, I just, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like Paul George deserved it. I don't feel like... Paul George didn't deserve it. I don't feel like Triple J deserved it. De'Aaron Fox should have made it over both of them. Because mm-hmm. because one of them dudes was a wild card. I don't know who it, it was. was. Jaren. It was Jaren. I think Jaren, Jaren was the wild card. Okay, Darren yeah. Fox deserved it over him. Mm-hmm. Full stop. And if we had to pick a big, fucking give it to AD. Like no, and that's why even if um even if Paul George was a wild card and Triple J was the um front court player, it literally does not matter because yeah. Because Fox still will deserve it in that wild card spot, and then with the front court pick, that's that's AD, bro. You're talking about defense matters. Yes, be the defensive player of the year, but AD played defense too. <laughs> <laughs> he played defense too, and his numbers are just like in another it, status. It's Anthony player. fucking Davis, and they've played about the same minutes. What are we talking about? That was I. There's no sort of argument i can egregious and to me there was no consistent criteria because they pick some guys because of defense they pick some guys because of record but then some guys don't even fit like damar that's the the damar one i really have a problem with (laughs) that's why i keep talking about it because what what are you what are you picking him based on you can't you're not picking because of defense you're not picking him because of record is it just pure counting stats if that's the case you might as well put Trey in you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why I'm that it, there was no consistent, and that's why I'm, and I'm just confused about this year because even in the previous years, you can really see a pattern with what they're going with. And like I said, um, even if you feel like guys are snubs, usually you're like, "Yeah, this guy might be a snub, but I'm not really taking anybody out, you know, to put him in." Mm. This year, I feel like like we're having everyone's having the same discussions, you know, about who to take out, who to put in, and for the most part, people are on the same page. So if if this listen this sport spawns so many debates and if everyone is pretty much on the same page then i i think there's something to be said there so i mean i mean we'll probably get injured replacements unfortunately you're not wishing for guys to get injured who who though i i you know when i thought christian Wood had a chance of injury replacement i was xing out zion i was xing out um injuries luca just got injured again yeah yeah you're right. You're well, right. Statistically, we're gonna at least yeah, win. something that hasn't happened yet is probably gonna happen. Yeah. So, um, in the next two weeks, you're right. I I just really really hope Jalen makes it, bro. I, that's yeah. Like I think he'll be. Uh, actually, no. I think Harden might get priority first, and then Brunson. I think because Philly, it will makes it will make more sense for Philly to get two before the Knicks get two. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't even think Jalen's the first stub. I think he's the second stub. Yeah, I think he's the second, yeah. And it's funny because, like, the coaches like Jalen, but they ain't like him that much. (laughs) But the thing is, they ain't winning like that either. Yeah, I think they were higher up. They were higher up. I think he was a guarantee. 
If they would have finished top five, top four, they would have got two. You can't get them boys too. Yeah, and that's fair. That's that's why that's what I'm saying. I'm less upset about Brunson, but I feel like Philly, bro. You know, you you know, I feel like Philly that that was just a a, a no brainer with Harden there. Um, but whatever. Uh, game will be you know the game will be played. It will be whatever. It'll be fun. Um, and yeah, I th- but the one one thing I should say though, I just have a problem with um this inconsistent criteria because guys like incentives are tied to this and um like you're playing with people's money bro um i know tatum still to this day talks about how you know upset he is that he got shafted out of um mil like what is it 30 million he got shafted out of because they didn't vote him for all nba um because of the whole issue with the um positions like he technically got the votes but um he didn't make it because of the whole position thing. I think Chris got in um over him because of that. Yeah. And he literally screwed him out of millions of dollars. And I, I don't think that's okay. Um and again, that's a different situation, but it's it's similar in that um, you know, the the media and the coaches and they're not one, they're not taking it seriously. Um, we've seen, you know, JJ Reddick, um, other people who are, you know, privy to some of these um, you know, meetings when they vote for the also they're saying that they're not spending time doing it. They're kind of just, it's kind of like a, th- a task, you know, to them. And they, you know, check it off or whatever. But to me, um, unless you're reforming the whole thing, I think folks got to get serious about it because the, this is people, this is people's money. And, you know, dudes are getting salty about um, losing out on millions of dollars because of, you know, stupid shit. So, yeah, that's one thing I'll say about this whole all-star thing. Yeah. Um, I'm still, I'm just not moved. I know that sounds bad. Like, nothing happened. It just has me in a tizzy, if that makes sense. Um, I, I maybe because I just don't care about Anthony Davis like that. Um, and I don't, uh, Anthony Davis, who, who would you say really got snubbed outside of AD? Yeah, well, De'Aaron Fox. I like yeah, D. I like Fox. I like Fox. That, Fox that. I feel for Fox for three seasons. Yeah, there. they deserve two. They yeah, deserve two. yeah, Fox deserved it. That's the only person I'm crying any tears for out of anybody, including Jalen. Like, I love Jalen. But... Personally, I'm not crying tears for nobody. I don't live with my guys in. I, I said yeah. I my guys in. So, well, no, nah, Fox. See, this is the thing. Fox ain't never made it. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know but... and and he did everything folks asked him to do to make it and that's like to me that's not rewarding the process the way the league is supposed to reward the process i do think he's the first sub though I agree. oh he's 100 percent the first sub i think um even over ad um because yeah and i feel i do feel bad for him because a couple of years ago he averaged he was averaging like 25 it was like 25 and 8 and they was like and eight and technically was in the playoff mix yeah but uh they they were at first they, at they, they they were they were flirting with it they went in it but it was like a game out or something when the vote yeah, came and in. they did not give it to him they he yeah. wasn't even thought about um not yeah. even for replacement he wasn't even thought about so yeah. the fact that he can yes the counting stats might go down a little bit but his team is winning and he's the like he's the guy yeah. he's the guy in the clutch too so it's not even like um like yes he's playing with another all-star but it's not like it's still his team like it's still him that it's going through when it matters the most so I think, um, yeah, I think not rewarding him in the, that situation is crazy. I, I do 100% agree with that. That is ridiculous. Um, and that that's another. That's why I'm saying the coaches they need to start getting serious again about this because 
you can't have the criteria this inconsistent when you know you, we can talk about the starters but the fans make up most of that you know what i mean yes the media yeah. but the fans are really in charge of that the coaches are solely in charge of um reserves there's no external you know there's no other external influences so i think they do need to get a little bit serious about it yeah i i I totally agree with you there um yeah something to the mavericks because listen we're recording this on friday so that game they play against the pelicans i was deeply disturbed and i keep using that word because that's just how that is adjective that i or is that a verb? I don't know. My brain's fried right now. But um, that's just how I felt. <laughs> that is really how I felt because you had like, and he- here's the thing, I I feel like I've been especially this season maybe one of the you know people that are least um I guess harsh on the guys when they play without Luca because you know most of the time one it's been on like a back to back and um just all these different factors and stuff happening and I tried to use some sort of context. So even last night, people were um trying to make it seem like um me. I'm talking for myself. I'm not talking about anybody else, but for me, that like I was getting on Spencer because of one bad game. I've shot Spencer a lot of bail this season. Like when he played horribly in that um Rockets game, that first game we played against um or without Luca, he was like terrible. I was like, you know, he's dead tired. He's tired. I've I've shot him bail several times. Even when he plays bad, I'm like, you know what? He's he's been consistent. Whatever. I, th- I feel like the game last night was just like it was inexcusable not even just from spencer but from a lot of the dudes like basically damn near everybody um i mean other than josh and the problem that i the reason why i was singling out spencer last night is because when you ball hog right if you're not on it's going to look like the worst thing in the world it's it's like you 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 see that even with um superstars right Luca, they're like Luca is. We know this by now. He's very ball dominant. All that. Most it works because he's very very good most of the time. When he's bad, it looks horrendous. <laughs> One game that came to my mind was um last season. Uh, we played when we played the Rockets. Remember, and he shot us out of that damn game. He it was the fourth. He was bricking every, and he just brick it was brick after brick after brick and um the reason why it looked so bad is like he was not giving the ball up he was trying trying to get it going and he just didn't so when you're off that style of play looks horrendous and with a guy like spencer he's not a superstar (laughs) you know what i mean so he'll have games like that 36 point um or 38 or whatever he scored against um the suns and he'll win you a game he'll look good but that's not really him. <laughs> like that's not him. That'll happen one out of maybe every five games if he continuously like you know plays like that. Or not even I'm maybe even um giving him a lot of grace there. <laughs> that might happen one out of every you know eight games or so. Um, that he you know turns into this you know guy that can't miss anything. But when he's not on, that style of play is just horrible and grating to watch. And then. And you see manifest on the court, like, as much as we talk about Luca and, like, guys have horrible, like, if you look closely, not, not even just this game I'm talking about, like, even when Luca's playing, when Spencer's on the court, like, without Luca, look look at some of those dudes' body language, bro. Yeah. Like, with, with the heat, when he is dribbling the air at the ball, look at their body language. 
you could tell sometimes that you not to say that he's a problem or anything. I'm not trying to say it like that, but you could tell it's not appreciated all the time. I've seen Tim like kind of shrug his shoulders when Spencer's dribbling the air at the ball. I've seen Wood do it. The fact that I saw Josh kind of get a little frustrated last night, um, and the fact that he said something, he kind of said something about it, like on the little <laughs> keys, is what gets me to be like, okay, like this is Josh Green, bro. Like, yeah. say something about it. Um, I think it's something to be, you know, a little annoyed about. Hey, um, hey, side note, yeah. Mark Stein, the Lakers and Mavericks are among the teams Brooklyn is expected to gauge in Kyrie Irving trade oh, talks. Oh, I what did I say? Okay, so let's to, to <laughs> if it's coming from Stein, it is coming yeah. from the horse's mouth. So, so before we recorded, right, I said to Dwight, um, that I would welcome a Kyrie trade because I feel like the Lakers and the Mavericks are the two teams that are really gonna engage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked that it actually happened. That is actually crazy. Yeah. Um I can't this shit got me in a headlock. This is actually a thing now. I don't know if we get them, but it's different when, hey, we should get the Mavs and we start making fake trades. And nah, man, they really try to make that shit shake. And it's Mark Stein reported. Not like, whoa, Jersey. Like, Mark Stein ain't don't put up no bricks with Mavs stuff, right? Like, that's, I don't know. It, I, I'm sorry. I, I totally derailed your train of thought. I apologize. Oh, no, it's okay. This is huge. This is bigger news. I mean, I don't really want to talk about that game. I was really just going to um, trash you guys and talk about how, I, how much of a disgrace yeah. <laughs> the game was. Really, because, just because you had a 27-point head start, bro. And yeah. why, like, literally, as soon as he checked out, the Pelicans said, let's eat, bro. And they immediately <laughs> shit, 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 shit is sweet. Shit is sweet. <laughs> it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it was like a one random ass long ass run that just happened that sparked it like immediately as soon as <laughs> like, yeah. it was like it's go time and they just started whittling whittling the lead immediately so to me that was just it was everything that was happening was inexcusable they had no shame and i know kid played them like damn their dudes almost played the entire second half so i yeah. get that was, yeah. I, I will understand that and use a bit of context there but regardless it shouldn't have happened but um regardless i don't really want to talk about that anymore i kind of want to go back to this <laughs> um unless i don't know if you have um something to say about the game um, me... i mean for me the game it was just you know there's been some back and forth i've been having with a few people about that who's the second best player lucas played with and you know people want to put christian wood in that spot there was some goofies telling me that Spencer Dinwiddie was better than Jalen Brunson. And I think because there was so much Jalen Brunson um, chatter because of All-Star, it just made me so... I was angry at the outcome of the game, but I was just more angry. Uh, we watched Jalen Brunson and Tallman. Like, Tallman beat the fucking Bucks when they won the championship without Luka in a regular season game. Like, they won some games. Like, they look like a competent team. And none of that is happening with these dudes that are allegedly so much better than those two guys. And Christian Wood included in that shit. Like, bro, they got blew the fuck out in non-Luka games with Christian Wood, except for that fucking Cleveland game that Kimball went nuts. Like, bro, if you, he's so the second best player that fucking Lucas played with, you should be able to beat the worst fucking teams in the NBA without Luka. I watched 
uh, Jalen Brunson beat the fucking Minnesota Timberwolves, who made the playoffs with fucking a starting lineup. It was him, fucking Dorian, Dwight Powell, Sterling Brown, and Frank Miller motherfucking Keena. And the sixth and seventh man that came off the bench that game was goddamn uh, Trey Burke and Theo fucking Pinson. And the game wasn't that close. They low-key packed them niggas up. So I don't want to hear, like, y'all, these niggas, if they so much better than the players that used to play here, why the fuck they don't win no games when they playing with the same guys that them niggas played with? Because they're not, bro. They're really not. And one thing I, um, I mean, not to beat a dead horse, like, we made a rule that we're not talking about Brunson, but now that we like him again, um, or I should say I like him again, not that I, whatever, but I also believe that um, I mean, poor, I think Porzingis was holding Brunson a little uh, back um, a little bit in the in the sense that we were catering to a Luca Porzingis duo, yeah. and literally as soon as Porzingis you know stopped playing, Brunson really like took like really took off and really started playing. So he just needed a usage bump. That's really I feel like that's I mean obviously there was other things that worked too. I'm not you know, it wasn't perfect. Um, but I feel like it was just a usage bump. That's why I was so excited for us to re-sign him because I believe he, even with Wood, you know, coming, I believe he would have been um, clear-cut second-best player. You know what I mean? And he would have gotten um, the usage accordingly because we saw that in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, we saw him get literally, like, star usage, and yeah. he produced. So I, I thought that was, like, a no-brainer. You gave him star usage. He produced on, you know, the stage that we're always talking about. So why would you not bring a guy like that back? It's, it's like, you yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. not, um, whatever. It, it, yeah, and I, I know what you're saying, but it's not just yeah. Jalen Brunson. It's more, like, even Tall Man. Like, I was happy for Tall Man to go. I'm still not, like, Nick and Pitts that Tall Man not here no more. But, like, we got to stop lying about how good Tall Man was when he was good here. That's more what I'm trying to say. He wasn't no fucking bum. He wasn't. You know, especially when his knee, especially before the meniscus was torn. Like, yeah. dog, that was a good basketball player, and we need to stop acting like he was some fucking bum. And he I'm was. happy he's gone. I wouldn't take him back unless it was for the low. But I just feel there's too many people that complain about the dudes we got now that also say them dudes wasn't that good when they was here. And I'm like, fam, we watched them. We all watched the games. We did. Like, this, you just, you don't get to have it both ways. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And you know what's interesting um, and ironic, actually? I think this, obviously not, I don't think this is the sole reason for everything, but I think this is one component that um people aren't really thinking about. I think a lot of this boils down to usage, bro. Yeah. that's why the usage idea is um or the, the the whole topic and term and construct it's so interesting when people talk about it from the high end talking about oh luca you know all has high usage and blah 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 but i feel like we see in real time literally proof and examples and literally case studies of just because you give a guy more usage don't mean he'll put up better stats or um, yes. be more impactful and we yes. see, I feel like this Mavs team is the perfect um, kind of case study for that because, again, Spencer with more usage, he might put up more countless stats, but to me, he gets less impactful. Yeah. He gets less impactful when he's pounding the ball, doing all that. Um, with And when I say um, increased usage, I mean, like, a huge bump, like the bump that he gets when Luca's out. Like, that's, just, that's a really huge bump. Um, and 
if you're asking guys like low usage guys like Dorian and Reggie to to to, to get more usage, what are they supposed to do? Like last night, um, people were saying Dorian's a bum. He can't do this. Dorian scored more than his season averages, bro. Like, what more do? Who you... who who slandered Dorian after last night? Dorian and Josh are the only people that. I said Dorian. I was like, oh, Ercelia. Competently. And they're saying, oh, Dorian contributed to why Spencer was bad because Dorian can't dribble. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like yes, that that was the argument. Bro, boy, we would lose if Dorian and Josh Green don't show up. Bro, Dorian, we, get, we get blown out. He literally was rebounding bricks and putting them back for Tim Hardaway Jr. And not even just the rebounding. There was a point where I think they got scored on, and Dorian was clapping. I was like, "Come on, y'all! Come on, y'all!" I was like, "I want to say Bi scored like three straight buckets, and then Dorian went and got him, and he." bricked it and did something good. I want to say Josh scored. Like he went and said, "All right, man, y'all." They, they... Yeah, he clapped. I think Bi scored, and I remember hearing because I I, t- I was gonna tweet it, but then I deleted it because Dorian like missed the three. Okay, But he said it, he on the brow. He was like, "Come on, y'all!" Like he was saying, like this is crazy. So like, yeah, things like that. You're asking guys that are low usage guys. They should be low usage guys. You're telling them that um yeah, you're gonna get like a a five percent usage um bump go do something with that that's crazy um and they can't do anything with it so when you build a team of low usage guys around your high usage superstar of course they're not going to be able to win anything when you're out um because you like we see brunson kp they could work with you know a lower usage but you could also bump their usage and they get better even more yeah. impactful we don't have yeah. guys like that. We don't have guys like that. Um, you increase Christian Woods' usage. You're the Houston Rockets. So this is what yeah. I'm, you know, talking about. like, whatever. Um, uh, this is just, you know, um, I feel like we, you know, always fall back on talking about the same things. We do, and I'm, I'm kind of tired of talking about it. It's just those a night like, like that shit didn't happen when Tall Man was here. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't happen when Jalen was here last year, once Jalen leveled up. Like, Luke had been in the league four years. He's been playing with non-superstars for, like, I'm sorry, this is year this is year five, ain't it? Anyway, like, this ain't the first team Luca played with. And, like, this shit we saw last night, like, hey, fam. And it, it it just was absurd. And then, like, even when it comes, like you said, we talk about the same shit, even with Wood, like, bro, like, we get blown out without Luka by the worst teams in the NBA. Like, at some point, if these dudes is that good, as you say they are, at replacing guys where this stuff didn't happen, even if the counting stats ain't there, the impact got to be there to where that stuff shouldn't happen. And that's all I'm I don't even really want to talk about it no more because we talk about, like you said, we talk about the same shit over and over again, but like people still own that shit. I'm like, bro, we all watching the same games. We all watch the same games. We all react. We all live tweet the same games. Like, fam, I I don't, I don't know any other way to say it. Um, if if you, you should, I know Luca's great and I know the system is built around him. But to me, you shouldn't just forget how to play basketball if he don't play. You shouldn't be just have to loot in a riot if he don't play, if that makes sense. Like, you should be able to beat the Houston Rockets if he don't play, if you really wanted them guys. Exactly, exactly. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And right now, I mean, Woj, did he delete it? Um, 
Woj tweeted that, um, I don't know if he, I think he, no, he, it's still up. He said that Kyrie didn't share his preferred list, but, um, he has interest in, you know, the Lakers, and the Lakers are among the teams, so, you know, obviously consistent with Stein's report, even though Woj didn't mention the Mavs, but, um, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a, I don't want to say two-team race between the um Mavs and Lakers um but I I think the three teams that will have the most interest is um Lakers, Clippers and Mavs probably. Um and I think those are the three teams the last summer too that at least looked. Um I know the Mavs looked but they weren't, you know, they weren't prepared to like do anything about it <laughs> essentially. Um and I know the Lakers obviously were the most engaged in it. And I believe they will be now, especially since before. I, I just think the timing of it is just so suspicious with the Lakers. I think yesterday there was a report that, um, or was it this morning? I can't remember, but the report came out that Lakers aren't like they're looking for another trade. Like they're they're looking for one. Um, in Westbrook, they're they're they are looking to pull the Westbrook um card here, and it just and now Kyrie's coming out with a trade. It just makes sense, you know. What I mean, it just makes sense. I could see them um, you know, giving up a pick and Westbrook and maybe some. Filler, they might even it might even be a I do you see it being a bigger trade than just Kyrie? Like do you think they throw Joe in there or something for I, I I'm I will say this. Um I sent you the most ridiculous uh trade machine trade. I think I've in, in it was purposely ridiculous, but it was how I felt. I'm kinda over the trade deadline. I don't know. I really don't know. I know I have an idea for how much guys are worth. Have an idea for dudes that, based on the reporting, don't want to be where they at. But man, I don't know how these trades have gotten so complicated that I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm gonna be shocked if they don't do shit. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I think this, this, like I said, this Kyrie thing just kind of. I feel like it threw you know, teams for a loop, and I think, um, I don't know, I just think, I mean, it was reported, it's funny, because it was reported this morning, or not reported, but Tim said, you know, on the pod, that the Mavericks, they're, you know, they're looking, in terms of what they want to do this deadline, they're thinking about just staying pat, and, um, or operating on the fringes, like, they're not trying to trade, like, real rotation guys or anything like that, now, you get a guy like Kyrie on the market, who is a neat like I don't care what people are talking about Boyan, bro. I like Boyan, but he's not no come on, man, cut the I, shit. Stop it, bro. I've seen people say he moved the moved the needle to what? <laughs> like the, for what a championship? You think we beaten any team out east? Fan, listen, 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 listen oh, to bro. me. Hear me now. Hear me you now. Might bro. win the West, might, but you're not beating none of them top east teams, bro. Cut it, cut it out. If Maxi is on the Wolverine juice. And it's just something like Spencer and Wood and draft picks. SJ, I, they could win a championship. Like that, I truly believe that. Like in my heart of hearts, would we be the favorites? No, but God, Kyrie gives you that ceiling. Bojan don't give you that fucking ceiling. He don't. Exactly. So I understand them kind of throwing that philosophy of, you know, standing pat and all that. Um, I understand them kind of maybe putting that aside <laughs> to inquire about Kyrie, because like I said, needle mover. So that I'm not, and 
the Kyrie thing, I understand all sides of it. I really do. All sides. Um, I understand not one because you don't want to extend him for the money he wants, blah blah blah. Completely get that. Um, I understand wanting to do so because you feel and he again, he's such a um ceiling raiser that you, you think you just have to do it, especially if you're not if the price isn't crazy. That's the thing. I'm totally like completely out if they're talking about picks with an s and all that no <laughs> absolutely not that's I'm not i mean you could say two first but they fake yeah like, you know what i'm saying this volatility like they could be fake first but even with the fake first like protections ruling uh they kind of um depending on how you protect your picks they mess they can mess up what you can do in the future too. yeah no you're right you, yeah. you're right but i feel like the mavs are the only team the Mavs are the only team that put goofy enough protections on, like, what they did with the second next pick was unique. Other teams don't do this. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, hopefully all the bozos are out of there. I don't know who's responsible yeah. for doing all the dumb shit. Like, I know Donnie and all, but he's not the only one they're making. You know, he wasn't the only one they're making decisions. So um, I hope all the bozos that were responsible for all that weird shit are gone. And um, they have learned from, I mean, I'm not encouraged that they, I don't think they've learned from their mistakes. I'm really, just, look what they just did with McGee, bro. I, that's not learning from your mistakes. Um, so, and, and what they do with Brunson mis-evaluating the market, I don't think that's learning from your, from your mistakes. So, I don't know, we'll see. But um, if the, to me, if the price is reasonable, like if we're really talking about you're not giving up anything too much, that is one, risking, like, you know anything any kind of future moves um and you really believe that this could really you know help the team go for it to me go for it but yeah. um, i mean and i forget who was saying it on the timeline but Kyrie's daughter live here she in dallas oh she does yeah is is that makes sense as to why we're on his we were on his list last yeah, his his, I was baby, confused about it. I was his like, baby Dallas? mother and his daughter Interesting. They live here. Yeah, he like like low key. People see him here. I I didn't know that. I was confused as to why he was interested in Dallas. I don't know. We didn't seem like a team. We me we never talked about this. I never talked to this about you. The first this song. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Really? (laughs) Damn, man. I it must have been before you got that makes that makes things make. I yeah, people people say they see Kyrie out. I just it's Dallas. A lot of people be here. So I didn't think nothing of it. And yeah, his baby mama, his daughter, shit, from here, lived here. They're from there. That's interesting. Uh, that's interesting. And I say that's interesting because I'm knowing that information. But, I'd be less worried about him. Well, but but here here's the other part of that. I the I don't think the girl he with now is. I I got, I'm not totally for sure. I maybe because if it's the girl he with now and she from here and live here, okay, that changes it. Oh, you think it's like a previous girlfriend? Yeah, I think it's his first. I don't think his first kid is the kid is the girl oh, he's okay, with okay, now. Okay. Is what I'm trying to say. That's what you're saying. So I don't know. It could be a, a best of both worlds thing for yeah. him. Just to Dallas, he could be like I I don't know if he'll move his um like his family now. 
Yeah, because um, his, his current the the current girl he's with now is pregnant. Mm. Like she ready to pop any moment. So you know, mm. don't get me lying. I don't know the details. Blah blah blah. Asura asura. But it, and it's kind of to be honest, it feels kind of nasty even talking about this now because like the person that told me like works at the daughter school and shit and it's like kind of weird now that we talk now that we talking this out so i don't even know if that's public information but i swear that was just on the like that shit was on the timeline that wasn't like a dm or nothing like that so i don't know i don't know um don't give me the line but i would take Kyrie. i i would I would. I, I would. I'm not even going at this moment. I, I, especially like right now, the way the West is looking. Like I said, you go call Dwight Howard from China, and you Maxi come back with the Wolverine juice, and Ooh, it's just pick up Dwayne Washington Jr. Yeah, pick up. You know, if you need some extra, um, you know, bodies, and let's hoop, bro. Yeah, and I, I think. Fam, none of these teams is that good. There's no juggernaut that's scaring me. They got me quaking in my boots. You know what I'm saying? There ain't even a team that was as good as Phoenix was last year. There ain't a team that, like Boston, in my opinion, like on paper is probably better than they were last year, but they're not playing the way they did last year. And then outside of that, it's like, yeah, line them up. You know what I'm saying? And then in the West, this is one thing I will say, and I want your opinion on it. If the Mavs don't do shit, I don't think making the Western Conference Finals is off the table. I don't. But I don't really care about that shit no more. I want to win a championship. I'm, I don't want to be cute. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And that's the thing. And that's a, that's why I'm confused about, like, people clamoring for, like, a Boyan move. Because yeah. that might make you, you know, help you make the Western Conference Finals. But I don't see that as a championship move. And he's 33. So it's like, okay, beyond this. How is this helping your future championship move? Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when he will be expiring, you know, soon. Yeah. And so inherently his value is going to go down. And I just, you know what I mean? I, which is why I was okay with them standing pat or um, making fringe moves with the fringe moves being my preference. Because you need to keep, and I get people being weary about um, selling hope because they've done this in the past. Sell hope, talk about possibility. I mean. But... You also have to put yourself in a position to strike. You can't, you know what I mean? You have to at least have the opportunity to um, be in these conversations. Um, and if you don't I mean, give yourself the opportunity, you're not building anything in this league. So I do believe, and we've talked, and to me, you can't fold now. I feel like we've been talking about this for years, how the maps are stuck. And we've been waiting for this off. We've been waiting for the 2023 off season for so long because everything opens up. Why should we fold right before we get there? For fucking Bojan Bogdanovic. Like, why should we fold? What the fuck are we talking about? We ain't talking, even Kyrie is probably nuts. If we keeping it a buck, but I don't. It's one of those situations where the cost, like dog, you he actually you might actually be able to cobble to sneak a championship. Like if fucking one guy sprained his ankle in the finals after we done snuck in the finals, it's like damn. Now we sitting here having a parade that we didn't think we could have, right? Because injuries and weird shit happen. Um, but I'm kind of there with you, and something else I'm kind of personally tired of is motherfuckers have already given up. We can't outbid these other teams. That's not how the fucking shit work, bro. 
There's oh, tampering. There's it's fucking tampering. There's relationships, outside yeah. factors. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not just who trades the most picks. A player, especially a all-star, a star, he still gets to color where he goes a little bit. Like, he still gets to shade where he goes. No team... No team is trading for a fucking all-star who just don't want to be there. That that's not really a thing, bro. So just you, you can't just, forget that. Some teams are taking less than what, you know, is is you know, less than what a package is really worth because to save money. We yeah. just Utah do that. And yeah. deals where teams are taking, you know, quote unquote less to get under tax or whatever. So there are situations like that. So it's not just, yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, giving up a shit ton of picks and just anybody who has the and, most. Fair. And like, low key, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't know if this counts as like a hot take or whatever, but like the DeJounte Murray trade, like that was a fake first. They traded three first. That's what was reported. But one of them is a Charlotte Hornets first that is lottery protected. The fucking Hornets are not making the playoffs this year. They're not making the playoffs next year. That is going to turn into two seconds. And then it's two unprotected first. So basically, and then they traded Danilo Gallinari as a salary filler and yeah, nothing else. Like, fam, yeah. that was, and I know DeJounte Murray ain't, this fucking world beater, but he was a 26 year old all star. Like, if the Mavs can make that equivalent trade in the summer, that's not, oh, you had to ante up all the fucking picks. I will gladly take that trade because that still gives you some shit to do some other stuff. Like, y'all gotta stop. I'm not like super positive, optimistic dude, but like, hey man, this shit not cooked. I don't know if they're going to make the right decisions, but they will have a lot of shit in the summer. They will be able to go to battle with anybody. And the other thing, like, people will, OKC has all these picks and this other team. Like, not not every team is going to be willing to do that shit. Like, OKC, if a dude is going to be out of contract within a year or two, OKC is not giving busting it wide open for him because they know he's going to try to leave. I'm sorry. I had to get that ran off. No, that's that's fine. Um, mm, Zach Lowe is saying on ESPN that he'll take Lakers and the Mavs over the rest of the field if Kyrie gets traded. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I don't want to do this no more. Get me off this ship. Get me yeah, off this ship. Get me off ask. this plane. Because this is now like Stein and Lowe do not put up bricks. Like they don't. When they say shit, they usually if it gets to the public like that. It's because they've heard something from somebody somewhere. Oh, they, heard they heard that they're inquiring. I think they're inquiring. I think they're trying to talk about it. Like I said, I don't think they're the front. I still think the Lakers are the front runner. Um, because oh, yeah. Um, they, one, they have a clearer path to a, like an immediate championship. And they do have, um, you know, those picks that everybody wants. They have um, they have the salary that they can trade without, um, like, impacting the rest of the team. Um, so I do think they're a the front runner. But... The fact that we're like really in the mix like this, I, I don't know how to act. Um, I mean, I just saw my liberty, my liberty. Let me talk about w, WNBA for a second. My liberty just um completed. Well, I don't. They're not done yet, but um, off season isn't done yet. Season is months away, but we just are in the midst of one of the best off seasons you will ever see. We traded. We started it by trading for John Quell Jones. You guys don't know. She's a former MVP. I'm talking like two years ago. <laughs> she she won that two years ago. Very young. Um, by very young. I think she's like 27, maybe 20. Uh, it's 26, actually. 26, 26. 
Great player. Great player. Great player. Great player. Big. Like I said, t- she's top five in the league. I, I, S- yeah. Shout out to our boy Shaco Bahamian. Yeah, uh, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. Bahamian. I was about to say Bahamian. My bad. I, I don't know if I pronounce it wrong. That's just my Caribbean, how I pronounce it, Bahamian. But um, yeah, so we trade for her. Then we got Stewie, who has it, it's been rumored. And uh, as if you don't know, Stewie's top two at worst. I was just about to say you. Some people that don't pay attention, they need to. It need to be emphasized that it's basically her and Asia. Like Asia, those, that's like those, 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 those uh, is them and everybody else. Exactly, exactly, and it might be a little bit of a gap too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that, and then we get Sloot, who. Let me explain. Top top three point guard <laughs> in the game. Top three. Top three. To me, she's um I think she's the second best one, actually. Um I just say top three to give a little cushion, but she's really top two. Um so we did all of that while still having Sabrina Nescu, who was an all-star last season, all WNBA. But Nigel Laney, who was an all-star. <laughs> and we did all of that and we still kept our um all-star. So I really believe we are a um championship team. And my liberty, I don't know how to um really do anything with that i don't know how to act and i'm very excited and i will be there basically almost every game i will be there and i will be very happy with what's going on yes sir stewie slooty huey dewey don't matter aces and foe i want you to hear me now believe me later you can put money on it if you you really about it Boys, I am ready whenever you are. We are packing them girls up. That's you can fun. pack, you can wow. pack them, them. Hey, listen, 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 listen. Good job. I want the best for you. I want the best for you. I really do. I would like to hear you happy. It brought you good joy. We share a men's basketball team that we root for and create a podcast for, and they stressful. They don't bring us joy. You, we deserve joy, SJ. The the liberty giving you joy makes me happy. The, the bro, I jumped on the Aces bandwagon literally at the right time, and they have they have delivered in every way. Five stars would recommend. So you deserve joy, but we packing them up, champ, bro. They not ready. I'm sorry. They it's y'all need some more melanin in the in the in the top top of the. I even top. forgot somebody. My bad. In that John Quill trade, we also got Kayla Thornton. Who was on the Dallas Wings, the team you're abandoning? abandoning. I never was. Like, hold on, no, oh no. <laughs> you live in Dallas, right? So what's up? Oh no, I have never abandoned them. They are the old Detroit Shock. I have hated them ever since. They were stolen from the city of Detroit. That was the first WNBA team Ooh, I actually Dallas. rooted for. So um, ever since they stole that team from Detroit, I know they went to Tulsa before they got to Dallas. I ain't fuck with them. So don't put them on me. I ain't never claimed them. Not never, ever. Now this looks kind of serious, bro. Um, what? Like in terms of the Mavericks, and like Woj is reporting it now with McMahon, um, and Shams just reported it that Mavs, it's Mavs, Lakers, and Suns. Suns is are interesting. Um, so yeah, it's Mavs, I, Lakers, and Suns. I mean, if if we keep it tall, if you if they don't. I mean, let's be honest here, bro. Like. As much as fucking uh, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie make me want to choke his ass out sometime, he better than any player they send it back. And you still want to keep KD. 
Yeah, it's the it's the um that's the thing. And the Nets say Woj is reporting that the Nets they're still trying to win. They're trying to win games. They're trying to yeah. win. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie is better than any player they gonna send back. Yeah, but it's saying the Mavs are just reluctant with um, you know, asset wise with with um maybe the asking price. Um, yeah, I mean, cause cause the thing is, if we trade any picks now, if you lock, if you trade ooh, 20- ooh. Spencer questionable for tomorrow, bro. <laughs> 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 Sorry, bro, dear. <laughs> This is funny. This is hilarious. They're bro, really, bro. They're really trying to do this. This, this is <laughs> hilarious. Oh, man, it's so funny because I was such a big Kyrie fan before he lost his mind. So it would just be so full circle. Like, Kyrie was my guy, man. That was my guy. And I still don't hate him. I just, you know how it's one of the situations where it's like, that shit is cute over there. But when you're doing the shit, the weirdo shit for your, while you on my team's payroll, it's like, hold on now. This energy is going to be different, if that makes sense. <sighs> I hold Spencer being questionable now. It's just, I don't know. It's saying injury recovery, knee, blah, blah. But they ran him into the ground, bro. All of a sudden, they're trying to rest him when we're looking into getting Kyrie and Spencer. The season's on, bro. The season is on the fucking line. Luca ain't playing, and Luka Spencer playing. and you said Spencer now. Yeah, and you've been running, you've been running his ass into the ground for literally fifty straight games. And it's saying injury recovery, so it's not even like it's um like <laughs> soreness, like it, you know, like a soreness or something that they're sending him. I hope this shit it's happens because I, I just hope it happens too. I, I want that. I want to. I want to fuck with Kirk so. Bad. It would bring me joy just to see him react about it. I'm gonna be in that green room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be in I will be there. You know that um, Mbappe meme. I will be. Yeah. There. <laughs> uh, it is just I don't know. I'm gonna keep it real, bro. They're not gonna keep Spencer. We gotta quit acting like they gonna. That's why I've been trying to trade Spencer all week. They're not gonna pay Spencer next summer. We gotta stop acting like they are. So losing him is not fucking anything. And they don't want to play Christian Wood. They will take him if they can't get nothing better. They would rather pay Kyrie Irving and all his problems than fucking pay Spencer Dinwiddie and Christian Wood. And I don't think that's that crazy. I don't. It's not that crazy. I would, especially if, you know, Maxie's practicing. So if he's coming back soon, right? Yeah. We just got a big on a 10-day who we haven't even played yet. Um, so he could soak up some minutes for the time being while you either one look at another move with trying to maybe move JaVale or something. I forgot we even still fucking had him. <laughs> but if you want to, um, you know, do other things, like I said, there's still even guys, even in free agents. I, I know I keep har- harping on Dwayne Washington Jr. And I promise, yeah. not like I think he's some kind of crazy player. I really don't. I, he's a role player. <laughs> like, if, if that. He was on a two way with the Suns, barely in PT. Like, I'm really not trying to gas him. But. His skill set is something that we would, you know, I mean, with the Kyrie trade, depending, I mean, even Kyrie has, um, I mean, he hasn't missed a ton of games this season. Due he to hasn't. He hasn't. Um, so, like, uh, you just hope that that trend continues or whatever. But um, I, I think you can, I think you can trade for Kyrie, especially if it's like Spencer and Wood, right? I think you could trade for him and still have production. I, I, that. Side note. It is driving me fucking insane to see these goddamn trade packages that keep trying to put Tim in place of Spencer. Cut the fucking shit, Mavs fans. No one's taking fucking Tim for any expiring contract, let alone Kyrie fucking Irving when you're trying to win. 
This is driving me insane. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I, listen. This I'm wait, wait, I just saw Teams would rather have nothing than have Tim Hardaway Jr. You couldn't give him away for free right now. Dead ass. Mm-hmm. Oops, Stein is saying that um that Phoenix is one of the teams that they think is capable of facilitating the deal and keeping um both teams in like championship pursuit. Give me Spencer Dinwiddie over what Chris Paul got going on right now. And you're getting if you get wood two with that because they they could use a stretch big. Yeah, they need another big. Need if they're playing if they're planning to try with Ben. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. bro, uh, Christian Wood, fucking Ben Simmons. You, I don't know if you could. Keep, they having problems with him and Nick Claxton, but like you could cobble together a realish team. With them. I think they could with our package. Um. Like, let's say it's, it's, it's. I'll just say this: if they are trying to win right now, the Mavs are providing the best solution. It just comes down to you: do you want to win now, or do you want better picks? Because sure. I mean, it depends. The, like, the, the Lakers picks are cooking everybody. I I think if the championship, if they're trying to keep themselves in the championship contention, I think the Lakers deal will be a little hard. Um, but the Phoenix deal, I don't think we should sleep on that because yeah, you're talking about um, I don't. I, if you're thinking Chris Paul's getting sent back, fine. I think they expand that a little bit if it's Phoenix. And they it's not just Kyrie. They might send like Kyrie and a Seth and then it's Chris Paul and like somebody else from Phoenix. Um, so and I think that could that so I wouldn't sleep on a Phoenix deal either. Um, but it, it like I said, it's to Brooklyn if they're trying to compete, they're trying to keep KD happy because again, you can't get back bullshit for Kyrie because Katie's just gonna ask out. So they are they might definitely have to prioritize um you know, getting good pieces. And I mean, it depends because this might be, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing for the Mavericks, but we don't really have guys that they could try to swindle. Like they might ask for Dorian, you know, or something. They're not, they're not, it, I mean, if you take in Dorian, it would, I, I mean, you can't, like, I gotta be honest, for them, Spencer is better than Dorian. Yeah. In a Kyrie trade. Does that make sense? Um, yes, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that because they will need a ball handler um, if they're trading Kyrie. Um, oh, but, wow. Oh, so. Oh, something else happened? We just concede oh, defeat tomorrow? Because Wood's out, Luca's out, and Spencer's out? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, see, that's why I think they're really, um, Interesting in Kyrie. Okay, so there's so McMahon is saying that you know Nico and obviously Jason Kidd have they have relationships with Kyrie. Um, so that's why I think they're a little um or not a little they're so interesting, but he's saying again um what the Mavs are trying to think about is how much they're trying to give up in the long term commitment. To me, you do it, bro. You do it because I don't think the price is gonna be if if they're if they're trying to swindle, then I think you just leave it alone. Mm. Um. If they're trying to swindle, because then I think that that might just be diminishing returns at that point. Yeah, but um, I mean, if it's if it's one first, no one first. I'll do what I'll do one first. One, one first, that. Spencer and Wood. I will do that package. Hundred percent, I will do that. I will bon do that. voyage, and I give him fifty million. Jump off Spanspo while we talk. <laughs> I'll do that, but um, and I give him fifty million. I give him yeah, fifty so million for two years. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm giving him a two year deal too. 
I would do that too. That's what I'm saying. I would do that. I think you do that, bro. You you gotta give Luca the chance to have a, a and to me, you can really make a lot of um deductions and like you could really come to a lot of conclusions from that because you haven't given Luca an opportunity to play with a real like a real star. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, like Porzingis, yes, he was a technically an all-star. He came, but he was coming off fucking ACL meniscus. Like, yeah. it wasn't a fair shot to him. And Brunson, he was developing, but he wasn't an all-star here. He, uh, he, he just wasn't. So he wasn't here long he, enough. He wasn't here yet. He wasn't here long enough to get to that point. So giving him a real shot to play with a like a, and to me, you know, Kyrie's clearly a um unquestioned like all-star. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. just there's no argument there. So if you give him like give him a chance to play with a, a guy like that, and let's really see if one if he can adjust his play style. Let's really see if he can you know play with dudes like. To me, this is a chance to really um evaluate all that. Yeah, and and then what I mean, obviously, Jalen was here what four years. I'm talking about Jalen knowing. I think some of the shit Jalen was doing was a surprise to even him, right? Ain't gonna be no surprise what Kyrie Irving gonna bring. It'd be like. Okay, trading for Jalen after he done done the shit he's done in New York, and then you bring him back. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, like, like that's what I'm trying to say. Because someone gonna hear Jalen wasn't here that long. Well, Jalen was here four years. I'm trying to say you know what Kyrie is. You know what Jalen is now in that type of high usage situation, and. In, as much as I love Jalen Brunson, he's no fucking Kyrie Irving. This is Kyrie fucking Irving. Kyrie Irving. But we got to stop acting like when that man's on, he is crazy. He's nuts. But when that man is healthy and on that court, he's a problem. And we got to stop acting like he yeah. play with star. And here's the thing. I'm seeing people saying that. Can Luca and Kyrie play together? Kyrie's <laughs> Available stars there. Bruh, that yeah. your turn, my turn, shit that we he do right that. now. Oh my god! That's what he loves. <laughs> he plays with Harden, and I feel like Luca. And that's another thing. I feel like Luca having a guy like Kyrie. Luca, um, obviously he's gonna score, get his, but Luca will. Luca can take a step back and facilitate like what we saw he, Harden do. Kyrie um, just has the game to in the purse strength of personality where. He's not fucking watching the ball. He's going to get that motherfucker. He's going to tell Luca, give me the fucking ball and move out the way. He's not, but he's also not stupid to where he's going to try to take over the team. Like, he don't do that. You can say a lot of things about Kyrie, but he don't try to, like, ball hog. Bro, he knows his, if, when he playing with stars, especially. Yeah. Like, he knows what it is, bro. Like, yeah. he probably have his time where he'll take a bad shot or whatever. Like, yes, he'll have that. He'll have that. But to me, this whole can they work together is no. I don't get that when we've seen him play with no. all dominant guys in Luca's mold. Like he played with Luca and um LeBron and Harden. That's like the two guys that you compare Luca to. So and, how, and, how and, exactly work? and got busy the whole time. Like the it, like you, you can we can say what we want to say, but the on court fit never stunk in those situations. Man, I'm, I've talked myself into it. Sign me up. I did. I did. I'm about to post the fans poll. Um, I'm posting it right now. What I just what's what's uh, slingy? I know he got some Kyrie photoshops. I'm about to change my shit. Shannon, my yeah. my my uncle Shannon Sharp has had a nice run. It's time for me to replace it. Yeah, nah. I just saw somebody with a Kyrie jersey swap. I'm doing it, bro. I'm I'm, I'm doing it too. I'm doing it too. Like, fam, sign me up, and I said. 
I, it's so funny because I think in the offseason, I was like, Kyrie, on court, he's going to play and he's going to play well. And that's happened. So, yeah, I, I think he's going to do it for the money. Sign me up. I, I will say it'd be hilarious if Mark Cuban signs up for that because that's, that's such a Mark Cuban move to go get a Kyrie, to risk it no biscuit for Kyrie. That would just be so Cuban. But That is so hilarious that we contradicted ourselves from the start of the pod to now. Oh, yeah, Cuban would never do – yeah, Cuban's not doing that. Cuban's not to now. Yeah, that was he, Well, I'm just thinking <laughs> – well, this is the thing. Like, young Cuban would do it. And also, in light of certain events, like, you trade for Kyrie, the noise from that is going to distract from anything else you got going on. And he needs some distraction from the noise of the stuff he got going on now that I'm thinking about it. So, yeah, go get Kyrie. Oh, boy, we about to trade, like, we about to bust it wide open for Kyrie Irving, aren't we? This is about to happen. This is about to happen, isn't it? It Here's the thing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because I'm just thinking, because, like, bro... If you want to win right now, we have the best package. And if you get in the draft capital, I mean, let's just be honest here. If you push them picks out, the, the Lakers picks is what, 27-29? When are they? They far as hell away. I mean, Luka ain't under contract then, and fucking you pairing him up with Kyrie Irving. Like, I'm sorry. I, I think the, our picks are going to be fucking goofy as hell too. Call me crazy. Our picks have as much of a likelihood to give you something good, given the track record of Mark Cuban and Kyrie Irving as the Lakers picks. Call me crazy. I don't think that's a foregone conclusion that Luka is a Dallas Maverick in four years if you trade for Kyrie Irving and that the Mavericks are a properly ran organization. Like, I'm sorry. I, I think that's, if I was a team, and I was a GM that had just got a job where I was very secure with my job status, I would be all over like some some Maverick picks in 27 or 29. Sign me up. I want them. Yeah. Um... I wouldn't want them short term, though. I wouldn't want them in like 24, 25, 23, mm-hmm. probably even 26. Well, we have a question to you then. Let's say we save the picks. Would you give give them Hardy? Hell yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know if Jane Hardy is going to be like a competent basketball player. I don't even know if Jane Hardy is going to be Bones Highland. Like, to yeah, me. I like him, but yeah, I'm putting him in there. Yeah, like, we, we got to stop lying. Like, Jane ain't really. He's been getting his time, and I know he gets pulled quick, but he's getting pulled quick for a reason. Like, and I know, you know, he he doing the same shit Tim Hardaway Jr., but that's still ass. Like, we, we got to stop back like he's hooping, he's out there hooping, leading us to dubs. He's he been getting pulled for a reason. Yeah, I pack him up exponentially. I'm not giving you Josh, though. Josh is off limits. Josh yeah. has graduated to... You got to give me a star that's under contract before I'm I'm giving I'm giving him up. Or you got if it's another role player, it's a role player that's roughly this young and roughly his age that is also under contract. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
or I got some type of team control. Like if they not under contract, they like a restricted free agent. I can match all offers like Josh is. I'm not just packing him up for Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Unless they take in Tim and Davis. I'm just intrigued. So it's a three teamers, it seems like, by all accounts. Like everybody's yeah. reporting it's Chris Shams. Um everybody's reporting that it's like a three team race now. Um I if if the Suns I think you it's I think we are like you said, if the if the Nets are maintaining that if they one, if they don't care about like Kyrie's like ultimate preference, <laughs> which I do think um would probably be the Lakers, but um if if they're again really prioritizing competing and staying in a championship mix because they were playing at a championship level they were when everybody was healthy they were yeah. they're the best, they're the best team in the nba yeah. they had the best record in the nba like we gotta stop acting like this they were beating good team good teams they were beating everybody in front of them <laughs> yeah like didn't take any l's fully healthy and low-key ben simmons is a horrible contract but he's getting better he just ain't you know Justifying that contract. Yeah. So um, I don't know. So we'll yeah. I I just think um, wait. What what are we talking about? Um yeah, championship team. So I yeah I think um if that's the case, the Lakers yeah they probably can't compete with the um Suns and Mavs packages because it's it's Westbrook. <laughs> Westbrook is yeah, yeah. gonna be going in. Um one. I don't know. I mean, Katie and Russ. They're not like enemies or anything. But I don't know how welcome that renew would be and russ does definitely i don't that one i don't think russ fits with a lot of the dudes on their roster and mm. and like yeah you can't put russ and fucking pin simmons on the court at the same time it's a waste of time yeah that's not gonna work so i that's where i think it hurts the lakers like um and they might have to give up the two picks unprotected but even then like i said nets aren't valuing the picks so i think um i don't know i don't know because then maybe again you you say okay we give you Russ and two picks unprotected, and then the Nets start go get a third team. They go call Toronto. They go call Toronto and be like, "Hey, mm. oh, you 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 know what I'm saying?" That you, makes you, yeah, yeah. That's where that's where shit gets spooky because you're like, "Okay, hey, Siakam, Russ, two first round picks. What you saying?" And Toronto like, "We trying to stink a little bit anyway. Sign us up." That's where it gets spooky. That's yeah, where it yeah. gets spooky. Right, but um, I just want to see. I mean, there are some people who um see people in the timeline um who believe we're just being used as um. Stop that pussy ass shit up! Stop whining! Stop I, whining! Like God damn, people! I seen people saying, "Well, the Mavs are just engaging us to say what you try." You fucking people! We don't matter, dog. On some real shit, the people who buy tickets are fucking like. They barely know who on the team. It's fucking corporate sponsorships. They buy the sweets. I'm not trying to be a, sound like an asshole, but the actual fans that buy the tickets at the American Airlines Arena, regular people are like maybe 30% of the tickets that get sold. Maybe. Maybe. Like, we don't really matter when it comes to the actual ticket buying public like that. I know that sounds horrible to say, and I know they gas us up by talking about Mavs Twitter. But we really, like, bro, they not, they don't give a fuck. They don't. They've talk, shown us they really don't give a fuck how we feel. Repeatedly. Jalen Brunson plays for the fucking New York Knicks. Um, they've spit in our face multiple times. They do not, they're not getting involved in fucking Kyrie Irving trade discussions because they care about what the fans think. 
Like, cut it out. Yeah, and not even just that. I mean, people think we're being used as, like, leverage. I don't think we're being used as leverage. Like, to me, for us to be consistent, like, we have consistently come up in this Kyrie. Yeah. Last year, even, last this, year it was like, this, not really interested, but we looked. No, we get used as leverage in free agency to make sure mm -hmm. the team where somebody wants to go, a player wants to go, actually pays the full amount. I do agree with that, but not trades. No, I disagree there. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm not here. I don't I don't see this as a leverage um yeah. as a or a leverage like my, maybe the only leverage pull maybe is is Kyrie from a Kyrie standpoint him trying to get his contract. Um but in terms of like the Mavs are the only team in the scenario being used as leverage. I think that's no. just No, I think we actually want him. <laughs> and I I mean like let's be honest, the Lakers the Lakers going to bust it wide open either way. Like, we've been saying this for for ever since KD requested that trade. We've been saying the Lakers going to bust it wide open for Kyrie. Like, where you're being used for leverage for what is what I'm getting at. I, I don't know. That's what I, that's where I'm lost on. Like, what, why yeah. are we just randomly being used as leverage? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that I don't get um, yeah. we'll see i'm I'm not like i said i'm not really getting my hopes up um i mean we were talking ourselves into it we're talking about this that we're speculating i'm not getting my hopes up i mean shit he could very well stay on that and then yeah. i mean nothing will shock me and i'm not i'm not my feelings for what the about this regime and mark cuban or this roster ain't changing because we in Kyrie Irving dog if that makes does that like i don't care like anyone that's paying attention shouldn't you shouldn't be super excited that they're interested in Kyrie, and you shouldn't be like, "Oh my God, what are they doing if they're interested in Kyrie?" That is, to me, if they had, if the only way I'd be pissed is if Kyrie wanted to come here and they just didn't want to do it at all. It was a non-starter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we'll just have to see. I'm very um intrigued. And and what happens here? Um, I I wanted to. I'm sorry. I wanted to be my Mavs, bro. Because one, I wanted um. I I want one. My Liberty just did what they did, so I want my two teams to, in a matter of a week, you know, pull off crazy, you know, trades, signings, all that. Ooh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is messy shit. Hey, you follow Jamal Murray? Jamal Murray, no. He just tweeted, "This is so some chatty patty ass shit." Do he? He just tweeted five minutes ago. Do not complain about what you didn't get from work you didn't put in. Man, them niggas do not he like Bones Highland, boy. He, <laughs> he, he, he did. He said something. I think he probably come. He's been complaining about his role. I think he's been complaining in the boy and the other like. Guys. If you watch Bones Highland interviews, that is not a. I uh, that is not a guy that holds his tongue. He probably telling them boys, and he probably busting the ass in practice too. So, I'm sorry, I man, we gotta wrap this up. We had two hours, but yeah, man, this shit been man, this some boy. I love the NBA. I do. I love this shit. Every time I can play, even as I hate the Mavericks at times, I love the NBA. This shit is soap opera for grown men. And and this is, this like, 
as a man, I make fun of my wife about watching like reality TV and shit. I'm like, man, that shit. Why do you care? But bro, here I am. Here I am. Look at me. Look at me. This shit is basically wrestling, and I love it on the basketball court. It is. It is. It's it's our reality. It's reality TV for straight dudes. It is. I'm about to what. What'd you say? Typically, was like um, same. Uh, can am I here? Yeah, you here. Yeah, I can hear you. I was saying if um, if you guys haven't seen the comment that he made in the post game presser about well, we we're presuming that it's about bones. He said we're a championship team, and if you don't bind to your role, you don't belong here. Basically, <laughs> and that's that's the spice shot. And Bowens isn't playing. I don't think. I think yeah. He. I don't know if he's injured. I know he played five minutes the game before, and he hasn't suited up since. I don't know if it's an injury. I don't know. Um, or if they're really just pulling him to trade him. But this the whole tweeting. So he had to have said something, bro. Maybe to Jamal. <laughs> Maybe yeah. said something to he Jamal. Probably, he probably been busting his ass in practice. He's probably been. T- duh, Bones is the type of dude that where if he cooking you in practice, he think he better than you. You can't. Jordan Poole type beat. Yeah, you can't tell me Bones Highland don't think he better than Jamal Murray. You can't tell me he don't believe that in his soul of souls. He believes he better than that man. I I truly believe that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just intrigued. Yeah, but they're reporting that he we, we didn't really talk about him, but they're reporting he's a guy that might that it's like he gone. Yeah, he gone. It's just gone. With where, it's just he where gone. he going. Yeah. Somebody said Detroit. I could see. Here's the thing. Bones needs a. Bones looks like he wants a team, um, where he could just go and just play. Looting a ride. Yeah. Just and I think I mean he could go over to Detroit. I mean Killian Hayes. Eh, eh, you know, might as well get another guard in there to see because one, you have your you presumably you have your guards in Kate and Ivy. So you know you're trying to fill out a bench here. Um. And Bones, to me, Bones is like a st- Lou Williams type beat, like a six man, like that's him. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> um, and not to say I don't want to put you know ceilings on guys, but that looks like a ceiling, you know, like a six man of the year, like winning six yeah. man awards. I, and, you know, okay, that's probably like what Jaden Hardy is. Like people still yeah. get mad when I say if Jaden Hardy is Bones Highland, we should be happy. And like, who do y'all think Jaden Hardy is? But um. We can argue about that some other time. Yeah, so, we might we might get Kyrie, bro. <laughs> we do. Uh, well, okay, we'll see next. Well, next by the time we record next week, I think that not think the trade deadline will be passed. Hey, we do we do. I think we did it last year. You want to record during the trade deadline? I, trade deadline recap. Uh, I can't. Um, it's next Thursday, right? Yeah, it's Thursday. Yeah. Oh yeah, no Thursdays aren't. <laughs> I teach and have classes meetings yeah i can't do thursday at all i i'm hoping i'll be um be able to even be online <laughs> that's how dire that's how packed my because th- i just leave it a little bit i have there i had a standing tuesday meeting that just got moved this morning actually to now it's on thursdays so thursday. they're like soup like packed so i'm i'm, I'm disappointed because i'm like damn next thursday is the trade deadline and i like i said i teach and then i'm in like meetings for like the next like five hours so i'll miss i'll maybe miss some of the um no, I, I just realized we didn't do 
we did free agency. We mm-hmm. didn't do the trade deadline because we were re, we were going over our feelings when KP got traded at the last minute. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. no, we just we keep it we keep it going last. Yeah, we, but we'll we'll have an answer to to all this by next week, and yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it. So it's not even a week; it's six days. It's, it's crazy. Kyrie going to this is fucking crazy. I did not think <laughs> the pod today would be talking about Kyrie Irving. I thought we just be complaining about these bums and no, we how we gonna, can't really trade them, but we should, but we know we can't have it happen, and here we are. I was about to talk about um, sunning every single body. Like, I was really, um, <laughs> <laughs> this was not the direction I thought it was going to go, but again, it's exciting. The Mavericks are in the middle of shit. Like, yeah. I feel like that's how we felt last summer, even though they weren't as interested. Dude. Um, we felt like, oh, they're you know they're listed somewhere, and yeah. now we're in a three-team race for us. Hey, <laughs> dude, you, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Used to used used to uh, used to be like, man, I just want the Mavs to be in shit. We used to never be in rumors. I want to be in rumors, and I remember thinking like, oh, SJ, you don't know what you're wishing for because back in the day, we used to be in everything. Oh, we in a in a two thousand I guess whatever the fuck you call that decade, we were in everything. Literally every star, the Mavericks, every free agent, the Mavericks were listed. And I'm like, that shit actually ain't that fun unless you get to do. And I think we back to that now. I think we are. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, I think we can yeah wrap this up now because yeah. I don't think um we'll get any more news until maybe um when things start to heat up. I think right yeah. now um they're just in the process of trying to um you know inquired about everything and all that push and pull so i mean i think we get more news in, over the weekend um and yeah i'm i'm tuned in now i'm tuned in um so yeah we'll see yeah we'll see any of y'all thank y'all for listening to another episode uh sj i'm about to go eat so i am about to timestamp this and put it out today to be honest, we're going to get our ass kicked. So I don't even think people going to watch the game tomorrow or care about the game tomorrow because literally no one is playing. You're getting 40 minutes of Jaden Hardy. Oh, and... yeah, no one is playing. Yeah, I I mean, I'm going to still watch, but yeah, I if, if Spencer, oh. because they're about to fucking trade him. Yeah, it's no Spencer or Wood or Luca. They have all been ruled out already. Yeah, that's, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Um, and people, I mean, another thing, people are saying. Um, I posted that um, trade deadline. Take uh, Spencer out and put Tim in there. Get the yeah, fuck out of here. Telling me to take Spencer out, put, and I'm like, I get you want to keep Spencer, and people are concerned that okay, you gave away a ball handler. Like we need another. I get it, but we one, only had two until February of last year, and the shit was okay. Y'all will be okay. Now we only have two, and while it's shaky. We're still above water. It's and shaky Kyrie's because Spencer ain't that better. fucking good. That's why it's shaky. Kyrie's mouth's better. Kyrie's mouth's better. <laughs> We're in the two-ball handler situation right now. That's I think it's fine for right now because even if you don't win the title um this summer and you're you know re-signing him and everything, you can retool <laughs> <laughs> around them. So we, um, listen, listen, Spencer Norwood are going to be Mavericks in eighteen months more than likely anyway. So what are we talking about? What are we talking about? And that's the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not taking like... And then people were like, oh, we got to trade Bojan, trade a first for Bojan. Like, bro, 
Boyan probably would be cooked or washed in 18 months anyway. Like, this is a shot to go for it short term, do it without you. If we get into two picks, no, I'm not doing it. But if you want Spencer Wood in one first, that's. I don't know if I go unprotected, lightly protected. You could talk me into it. Just one. Because the dudes we trade not going to be here anyway. Hey, we got to wrap this up, though. We've yeah, been talking yeah. about this shit in no, circles yeah, for yeah, two hours fair. now. But uh, thank y'all for listening. I'm going to timestamp this and put this out. We will holler at y'all. <laughs> Dog, it'd be so crazy if we record this after what we watched last night. We got a whole new team after saying they can't trade the whole team. Anyway, we holler at y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>